0: Welcome to our first 2021 episode of the Portola Pioneer, the official podcast of Portola High. I'm Bia Shock, joined by my co-host, Jane Kim. Today on the Pioneer, we will look into how some individuals spent their year of 2020, as well as explore their hopes for the new year. Our first guest today is John Rosandes, a staff member at Portola High School. Thank you for joining us, Mr. Rosandes. Do you mind introducing yourself?
1: Uh, I am John Resendez, and I am the Social Studies Department Chair at Buffalo High School.
0: Before we get into your New Year's resolutions, could you tell us a little bit about your 2020?
1: Yeah, you know, 2020 was a very difficult year for all of us, Um, obviously with the pandemic, um, causing us to miss and lose so much much school, which caused uh, those of us who are highly invested in education uh, and in Portola High School, in particular, to uh, lose a lot of experiences and a lot of um, connections with the people that we know and we love. And that was a really difficult thing. And then also, uh, my family, we lost our father in law, my father in law this year. Um, and that was a very difficult situation. I can't give 2020 a very high ranking, all the years of my life, but there were some uh, really positive aspects to it. I think. Um, Number one, I I think that I learned a lot of new skills um, in terms of communication, communication with my students, communication with my friends and family. Um, It it caused me to sort of reorientate myself from behind the screen to the outdoors. Um, So I've actually uh, become a much better mountain biker in the last year, uh, which which is really fun. Uh, I, I also feel like I've become closer with my family Uh, because we spent a lot more time together and like, we know each other better um, now than we did before. And, you know, you get so busy in life, you're just sort of brushing up against each other. You're like ship passing in the night. Um, But, you know, last year's uh, situation really caused us to slow down and um, reflect on our relationship with each other and and really attend to each other and be present, which was, um, which has been super important. And, uh, has been a super awesome way to start 2021. It, it's a year that is often called a total loss. Um, it was not a total loss, um, but it was full of loss. And so I, I just sort of think of it that way as um, we lost some things, but we gained a lot of things too. And you know, now we're here in the new year and it's time to move forward.
0: With the year 2020 also being packed with major events historically impactful, We also asked Mr. Resendez about some of the activism movements and political events that pushed for change, as well as possible continuations of the movements in 2021.
1: One of the things that 2020 did was that it put pressure on us. It put pressure on us as individuals, uh, and it put pressure on all of our institutions, our schools, our political and economic systems. Obviously, in the summer, um, with the um, the wave of social justice sentiment I think our, our situation put pressure on our social system and caused that to come to the fore I think it put pressure on our political system and it's making us reflect on you know do we really have a one-person one vote kind of system do we really have fairness and equality uh, in our society and I think that um, you know if I were to look 2020 up, In the dictionary, for me, I guess the word would be pressure, right? Like it it, it put pressure on everybody and everything. And the things that were strong, I think stayed strong. And the things that were weak, um, started to crumble a bit. Being part of the petition movement myself, um, uh, from the teacher perspective, from the, the teacher petition end, um, you know. I think that we did our work to make our point and to make ourselves heard. And we talked to a lot of people and we, a lot of, you know, our message resonated with a lot of people. And I think that that happened also with the Black Lives Matter demonstrations in the summer, you know, and other types of social justice movements. I think that's been done. You know, I've been very proud of Portola students and IUSD students in general for wanting to step up and make their voices heard, and for their petitions, and their letters, and their advocacy, um, you know, with the institutions in their community, I've been very proud of that part. And I, I kind of feel like the ball is in, you know, in their court. The ball is in Congress's court to do something about, you know, the inequities we have. You know, the ball is in the court of every police station in America. The ball is in you know, the court of every school district. So I think the next step is to go from, you know, yelling at the top of our lungs to actually putting ourselves, our bodies, our physical bodies in a position to make policy. And it's frustrating because it takes time, right? It takes time for young people to get inspired. But I can't tell you how many young people have I have talked to that have been like, yeah, you know, this really inspired me to to run for city council or to run for state assembly, or to get into Congress, or to start my own nonprofit, or to, you know, whatever whatever it is, like, I think it's time to go from petitions and letters and emails to going out there and doing it. And that means you gotta put yourself in those positions to be able to, in, in American history, in American political history, especially, the most powerful um, institution of change hasn't been Congress or the President, It's been it's been mass social movements and those social movements when they haven't they have an impact on those institutions that do the policy and then the policies get made later. And so I'm waiting for that next step. History tells me that I'm going to see it and it's going to come soon. Uh, But it's going to take a lot of people to, to sacrifice and want to get involved in that way, not just petitions, not just votes, not just emails and letters.
0: Absolutely. And with the idea of a new and the idea of a refresh, let's talk about 2021. Do you have any goals for the new year as a teacher, as a parent and as a human being?
1: As a human being, that's that's big. Um, As a human being, I'm I'm just always trying to get better. Um, You know, I have it actually it's it's a little piece of paper I'm looking at It's right to the right of my camera. Um, You know, better every day. I just try to be better every day. Um, sometimes I'm a little better and sometimes I'm a lot better, but the goal is to be better every day. That's, that's, that won't change. I don't think my personal, my personal approach will change. I look forward to 2021 and making connections with people again. Um, I look forward to being able to, you know, we, there were some projects that I wanted to do regarding democracy and our students here at Portola that got, you know, uh, postponed or, or just. Uh, derailed because we just didn't have the the capacity. Our 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 capacity to, to get things accomplished right now is is relatively low. And so you know I look forward to a 2021 where you know I can pick up some of those initiatives. Um, I, would like, I would like the democratic processes to run through the policy making of our school. Um, and there, there's there's ways to try to make that happen and uh, institutionalize that. So that would be a goal for me. One of the things 2020 taught me that I didn't say before is it taught me to appreciate the little things. So I was I was chatting with a friend the other day and I was saying, you know, all I really wanted to do was go to Disneyland in 2021. I think that would be really cool. Um, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to do that, but, you know, I'll settle for dinner and movie um, if that's possible um, with the people that I love because, you know, I, I think I took that for granted because, if, oh, that's I can do that anytime. I can do that anytime. Let me work some more. You know, <laughs> and then it's like, oh shoot, it's gone. And so um, I like to continue to be appreciative of the little things, like I learned in 2021. I, I think 2020 taught me to maybe be um, a little bit more uh, simple in my expe- my expectations. I have lots of hopes, but maybe my expectations are a little bit a little bit more realistic than they, than they used to be. So I'm just looking forward to a a lot of those things coming up. Now, you know, the universe doesn't care about our arbitrary years and times, right? It doesn't care about 2021 or 2020. There's no specific, you know, significance to that. We, you know, human beings, we make things sacred. We make things, right. Um, and, and we decide the way we respond to it. So, um. I I tend to think that the universe kind of functions in balance. Um, You know, even scientifically, you guys study science, you know, um, all systems uh, trend for an equilibrium. Uh, And so one of the things that I'm looking forward to in 2021, hopefully, is an equilibrium to 2020. And that doesn't mean that everything goes right and we all become billionaires and, like, you know, but that does mean that things get better in significant ways. Um, and, and with some of the things that we've discussed, I would like to see more equitable wealth in this country. I would like to see liberty and justice for all people in this country. I would like to see people start to you know, feel good about our political system again and to not see it in crisis. And so I'm looking forward to the equilibrium Of of, of things and I don't know what that is yet and I don't really care I just know that if it comes it's going to be good for us right and um, you know it'll be what it'll be I'm not going to try to make the universe something that's not um, and I'm not going to try to force it into my own expectations that's how that's how we get hurt that's how we hurt ourselves we cause a lot of suffering for for ourselves doing that Um, so I won't do that but I'm looking forward to the bounce back, for sure.
0: Yeah, hopefully um, with 2020 being known as the year of downfall, 2021 will be known as the year of bounce back. Mr. Ozendoz, thank you so much for joining us today. Now I'd like to introduce our next guest, Alison Tapayoyan, a senior at Portola High. As a dedicated student and athlete, she went through a different than expected college application process, experience as a student body vice president, and basketball season throughout 2020. Allison, thank you so much for joining us in our discussion today. Before we get into it, tell me about your year. How was your 2020?
2: Um, but I think the biggest thing for me that I was really happy about was being in quarantine um, like gave me time to just spend with my family. Um, and I think that on a normal basis, like we're all running around and like my sister's at cheer practice and I'm a basketball or ASB. Um, so I think that quarantine gave us time to like settle down as a family, which was, I was really excited about. In terms of like college applications and stuff like that, obviously we had the grade above us, I think who kind of went through it a little bit, um, but unfortunately because of COVID and all of that, we didn't really get to see like them accepting and all that. Um, so I think that just being able to reach out to them and having C- C- or I guess kids above us, um, that I could go to, um, was really helpful. And in terms of college apps, I think that it did give me time to finish them, especially during the summer, because, you know, we can go out as much, but I think that it's the same thing as anything. Like we really have to bear down and make sure that we were done with them in terms of basketball. I think the biggest thing for us was just trying to stay together as a team. Um, We were really unsure about how it was going to work, especially with we were outside um, kind of doing conditioning in the beginning. And then we moved into the gym, which was a really good thing for us. And then, unfortunately, we had to move back out. Um, So I think right now our biggest goal is to just try to keep everybody engaged and like showing up to practice and all of that, um, especially because at any point in time, CIF could tell us we're going to have a season um or games at least and i think that we need to be ready to go just like if we had any other season. so
0: yeah definitely with the new cif updates i think most sports are just trying to anticipate for what's to happen and just getting back into the groove of things Um, and with that i'd like to ask you about your 2021 resolutions do you have any and what are they
2: So for me personally, I guess New Year's resolution is just I think a lot of people say this, but uh, like try new things. Um, Like recently, my friends got me a skateboard for Christmas. So I've been able to actually ride the skateboard, which I don't think I would have been able to do if, you know, we were in school five days a week. Um, So I think the biggest thing for me is just trying to do new things, obviously, before I leave and have to, like, stay more focused or anything like that. So. Another one has been like trying to be offline a little bit more. Um I think that in quarantine personally I got caught up like on Netflix or on my computer or like online shopping. So I feel like this new year I really am trying to like spend less time on my phone and even if that's like I like sit in the middle of the kitchen and just wait for somebody to interact with me, I feel like that's something I'm trying to do. Um another thing is trying to be more patient. Um I think that right now still with covid and all of that like the circumstance um just trying to be more patient with myself and everybody else around me is a really big one. The biggest thing for me is just trying to I guess go with the flow more. I think that especially in 2020 it was a lot of everybody was a little bit confused about what was going to happen and you know we weren't sure with the pandemic and all of that. But I think for 2021 um at least for myself, my biggest hope is that I'll be able to be flexible just with whatever happens and make the best of the situation. Because like you said, um, I think right now there's nothing we can really do to change what's going to happen, you know, in terms of basketball or playing uh, the final games, even having, you know, ASB events like prom um, or college apps, like college, college decisions. There's nothing we can do now. So I feel like the biggest thing for me is just to be happy for myself and for others, you know, wherever 2021 gave me. Definitely.
0: All right. Thank you so much for joining us, Allison. And I hope you have a great rest of your senior year. With the positives and negatives that came out of 2020, it makes me think that 2020 wasn't as bad as it may have seemed. For me, I think that 2020 would be defined as progress. For sure. Aside from the negative prospects of certain events, as well as COVID, I think it also came as an opportunity for those events to be amplified. The year of 2020 was certainly a milestone everywhere for everyone from major political events to our individual community members. Hopefully our students and community members can start their 2021 with positivity and hope while using last year's events as a stepping stone in many areas. With that concludes today's episode of The Pioneer. Be sure to check back next month for our next episode. And until then, stay safe, stay healthy, and cheers to the start of 2021.